You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. In this week's episode, Spotify's huge subscriber numbers come at a cost. Oprah gets exclusive with SiriusXM. Hear all SBS content on Listener and BTP with Snoop Dogg and Gunter Steiner. All right, Stocks, welcome back to another week of Behind the Podcast. How are you, my friend? Mate, I'm well, I'm well. I'm busy, I'm pumped, uh, short week, you know, usual things, but yeah, loving life. It can cause a bit of chaos, can't it? Yeah, it does. Anytime you come in on a Wednesday thinking it's Monday morning? Totally. I went home on Wednesday night and turned on my TV to watch the latest episode of Succession. And it wasn't on. <laughs> I did exactly the same thing. Oh, Devastated. Devastating, indeed. <laughs> but we had a, a nice day around your birthday celebrating the diggers on Tuesday. That was good. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Well, there's been plenty of goings on in the world outside of our little island home and our public holiday. Um, plenty of big announcements through all of the end of quarter uh, work that's been going on around Spotify in particular is the major one that's had their call. A little bit to discuss off the back of that one, Stocks. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Well, why don't we just look at the a bit of an overview of the results, a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. So we're sitting, this is a classic 2023 kind of story because I've, depending on where you take your news from, this is either fantastic news or terrible news. Yeah. Now, I'll start by saying the share price in trading on the 25th of April, which was when these uh, results were released, uh, Spotify's sh- uh, share price went up. Um, it went up 11 US dollars. So, so the market thinks good news. Absolutely. But, you know, there's other takes that aren't the same. Yeah, okay. Well, look, overall, the user base grew 22% year over year to 515 million listeners. So <laughs> that's quite good. Massive. And it's something that they've been trying to reach for a long time. Um, and certainly, you know, a milestone that they'll be very happy with. That said... Spotify reported a net loss of 225 million euros. Yeah, so that's the good and the bad. I mean, to drill down on that 515 million listeners, which is an immense figure, 210 million of them or 41% are premium paying subscribers, an increase of 15% compared to the same time last year. But the premium doesn't affect podcasting. That is music growth. Yeah. But as you said, the revenue is down. I mean, it's down significantly. And even though the platform's podcast avenue ad revenue saw a significant 20% boost from this time last year, it looks like, you know, it, it's still gone backwards. It looks like there's going to have to be a change in behavior. They've already cut the 600 jobs. And it looks like yep. this era of big spending by Spotify on podcasts is likely done. And that's what Daniel X said, basically, on the call. Yeah, that's right. It seems like, you know, there's been quite a bit of investment that's gone into podcasting, specifically through those exclusive deals that we've uh, talked so much about. Everyone knows about you see in the, in the news constantly. Um, so there's a bit of a shifting tide, I suppose. Now, while that's probably helped with getting users, as you, as you pointed out, that uh, paid subscribers you know, don't necessarily see the benefits of, of that through podcasting, but... I think certainly that exclusivity to those platforms would be an added benefit for for signing up to those subscriptions to make sure that you can keep all your content in one place. But 
you know, there's a lot more that they need to do while there's been a 20% boost in from this time last year in, in uh, ad revenue, you know, that's coming at quite a significant uh, spend across those exclusive deals and everything. So they're looking at various models and how they can improve that and get better return for their for their uh, spend and do more through advertising and, and, you know, look to unlock some of those exclusivity deals as well. Mm, the music business, I mean, it's very profitable as a subscription business. And then it does serve ads, and so as users grow, as you're seeing with Netflix's uh, cheaper tier has become actually the most profitable uh, tier. So you get the average, the non-premium version of Spotify, and if you listen to music on that, that's very profitable for Spotify. What is not profitable yet is the podcasting side of things. As we've reported before, their budgets are on hold for the ne- have been on hold for f- about six months now in terms of the podcast teams globally. And having spoken off record with a few different people who are um, I- around the world working at Spotify, there's a lot of um, yeah Penske file to use a uh, George Costanza <laughs> Seinfeld reference going on there. So leaning into the other parts of their jobs, which um, may be overproducing shows or yeah um, focusing on other relationships. Yeah, look, the the quote is the ones that aren't performing we'll obviously take a look at them on a case-by-case basis so i think that they're going to be taking that pencil to a lot of the uh the shows there and seeing what they can you know tighten up or or ship off so hopefully you know not too many people are affected by this but I, i think there's definitely going to be a bit of movement still to come there and we will be watching it with an eagle eye. Yes. And I think the biggest thing to take from this is that Spotify is just coming back to the field in terms of they're yeah. going to have to play by the same rules as everyone else. And that's probably a good thing for them. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And expect more financial news from the podcast industry today, Australian time, or Thursday, US time, with both SiriusXM and Cumulus Media scheduled to hold their earning calls. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a good little segue. Uh, Sirius XM has had a little bit of a, a good news story, I suppose. A, a new, uh, Not a new signing, but a re-signing rather. Massive. Oprah Winfrey's network, uh, which is OWN, the Oprah Winfrey network, uh, it signed a two-year renewal. So Oprah's super soul is staying on Sirius XM. <laughs> As is her entire catalogue of shows or slate of podcasts to use industry term. Yeah, that's right. And they're also going to be creating some new shows um, exclusively with Sirius, X, with Sirius XM. Now, the difference here, I suppose, and what we were talking about before with Spotify is the exclusive shows might not be exclusive to XFM, but they're made exclusively for them. And what they want to do is hold the exclusive global audio and video ad sale rights to owns podcasts. Um, so this means that they're going to be focusing on ads and reach rather than exclusive exclusivity to a platform. So they're really trying to get a broad audience there so that they can get the most from their advertising dollars. Yeah, and if you look at something like a SiriusXM as opposed to a Spotify, they've embraced the fact that they are a publisher and a network. Um, whereas Spotify is a platform that was producing content just for their platform. And now I think they're starting to move to the case of being a publisher like all these other places and that they publish and distribute to all platforms. It's good news for Sirius XM. It's a good strategy as well for Spotify, given that they've got 515 million listeners. Um, I think that's quite a big audience of, of people that can be advertised to. And, and, and certainly this is this sort of message and story that they'll be pushing very hard in the, in the quarters to come. Yeah, it's not uh, too dissimilar from the Obama deal we talked about last week. 
Um, Alrighty, another bit of local news. SBS and Listener have announced a multi-year partnership that will see no less than 40 of SBS's premium podcasts plus six of its digital radio stations available on Listener. So this is, uh, this is a, a good little deal for SBS. Yeah, and a great deal for Listener, I think. And you quite smartly said that this references the Spotify deal they did with the ABC a couple of years ago as well. Yeah, so it, it's not... It's not giving any kind of, you know, exclusivity in terms of they're going to be the only place that's playing this sort of stuff. What it means is the whole catalogue will be available on the listener platform. You know, it's already a huge platform. There's plenty of content on there. It means that if you listen to these kind of shows, you don't need to then switch over to the SBS uh, platforms to listen to them. So similar to ABC, there's certain charters that they have in place, certain regulations that they have to adhere to. So those deals tend would, would have taken quite a, a lot of work and heavy involvement by the lawyers. So interesting that it's come through. But I think one really cool thing um, is just the titles that are available. You know, it's SBS News In-Depth, Eyes on Gilead, A Handmaid's Tale podcast, all of these kind of big titles that they have. And they've also included the Uluru Statement from the Heart, which is available in over 80 languages, which is really awesome. I mean, in, if you're thinking about the amount of publicity that this is getting, this uh, big decision that we've got coming up later in the year, these sorts of things t- tend to have a bias towards people who you know are able to understand the Queen's English or the King's rather now. And, you know, a lot of these times these these big important documents don't get translated into into languages for people who don't speak English, right? So this is a very important decision for Australians and, and really unreal that people from, you know, these 80 different languages uh, that are being spoken around Australia, no doubt there's many, many more that aren't being catered to, but it's a great start, will be able to take in uh, the content that's, that's a part of this Uluru Statement from the heart and really understand what's at the at the heart of this sorry no pun intended <laughs> no 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 that's fair that's brilliant now the listener podcast network reached more than 6.5 million listeners in february which is up more than 355,000 in january so look it is a big platform it's owned by southern cross Austereo, who we are in partnership with um just to full disclosure their app is listener is their podcast app also has music as well it's a pretty cool app so look this is a big deal for SBS to get on there. It's not clear yet if this is a way for them to get extra advertising dollars because the ABC deal with Spotify was very... The sticking point on that one was that the ABC charter is that ABC content should be available for free without ads. But if you do listen to ABC content on the Spotify app, then you're going to get ads. So that was the big sticking point there. So I'm not sure, but I imagine that Listener and SCA are able to monetize... SBS content if it comes through the listener app, which will be additional revenue for SBS without breaching their charter because if you want to hear the SBS content, which our taxes pay for, for free, you can go over and do that on our SBS feeds as opposed to the listener feeds. But we'll investigate more and um, report back, but this is a big deal. Okay, on the back of last week's show... And talking about the AI song, in, in particular the Drake Weekend collaboration that went yeah. ballistic, uh, we decided we'd have a little play around with um, Behind the Podcast and just see if we could do something similar with Behind the Podcast and take the audio from our last episode and turn it into revoice it basically um, with two more, well, moderately famous people. So we've gone with uh, you as Snoop Dogg. 
of uh, Snoop Dogg fame and me as Gunther Steiner from Netflix's Drive to Survive Formula One show. Gunther Steiner is the principal of the Haas team and if you've watched that show, he is the star of the show. So I chose two different voices and um, look, just keen to run you through the process uh, of what we did to, to make it happen. We'll put what we made at the end of this episode. Uh, we've only done about f- a few minutes. We don't want to punish you by making you listen to the whole episode again in different voices. Um, but just it was a little bit of fun. It was a thought exercise to, to see um, the same people who did the weekend collaboration with Drake has come back this week and done a Rihanna collaboration with Bad Bunny, which is even better. So, look, this is the genie is well and truly out of the bottle here. And, um, yeah, we just thought we'd see what was involved in someone like myself, who is not the most technical person, but is in the podcast industry, what could come back and do. Basically, what we did was we used an app called Podium, which does uh, uses AI to take the audio from your show and create transcripts of the entire show, timestamp it, try and split it out into the, t- into the host voices. Uh-huh. and also writes show notes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How'd you find that piece of software to use? Was it pretty accurate to what was being said? Yeah, incredible. So we met the Podium guys in Las Vegas. They'd sent us a free trial. I've put in the promo code. It unlocked six hours. As simple as just uploaded the file, the MP3 file to their website. And within a couple minutes, it spat out the entire thing as a text file. Went into the text editor, went through, it all looked pretty good. I broke it out a little bit more into you and me, put our names, this is Jules talking, this is me talking. And then went and looked around the web for basically AI celebrity voice things. I was dreaming of Joe Rogan, of course, (laughs) and Mark Maron to be yourself and myself. Couldn't find Joe anywhere. There's a whole bunch of places just sort of saying they do it, but they didn't really do it. And you couldn't even get me my Jennifer Coolidge voice. No, no. And there was also, uh, I downloaded a bit of software, which I'm sure means I should be putting a bit of tape over my camera on my laptop. I just (laughs) felt like I downloaded some malware. Um, Yeah, it was a, a bit of a journey. But ended up on an app called uh, Top Medii. So T O P M E D I A I. They have a text to speech service, which uh-huh. they claim serves as Joe Rogan's voice generator in an AI online tool that uses machine learning algorithms to generate a synthetic or computer generated voice that sounds like Joe Rogan's AI voice. Well, they didn't have Joe, but they had, I'd say, 5,000 voices, maybe more. And it's all into categories of you go, hey, look, um, rappers, let's go down rappers or let's go down different video games, uh, different movies. Yeah, all these different uh, wormholes, I guess you can go down of these different types of voices that exist. So it's just a lot of fun going down that wormhole and just looking at all these different sort of potential types of voices you could go for. I basically went straight away to try and do you as Jennifer Coolidge. It sounded terrible. Um, (laughs) and this was a trial and error process of probably eight to ten voices it just didn't work Um, I tried Jeremy Clarkson he sounded like uh, a drunk Irishman and he started to get quite abusive towards people yeah well and I tried Eminem as you and it just I was Eminem no I tried two or I did try Eminem as you but it was quite shouty and then I tried uh, but there's different versions of Eminem there's like freestyle battling Eminem there's early Eminem 
rapping late later day late day Eminem. Um, and then I tried Tupac, but he would just throw in hectic f bombs just randomly. <laughs> like, so, so just where it felt like this is a good place to maybe drop an f bomb. Yep. So I decided not to do that. Um, and landed with you on Snoop Dogg. It just sounds good. Um, it's got a great drawl. It seems like there's a lot of data they've been able to pull, pull and model the voice on. Yeah, well, God, he's been he's in his 60s now, isn't he? Snoop has enjoyed quite a long and illustrious career. So there's plenty of stuff for their large language models to take advantage of from the speech over the years. Yeah, and then I was playing around with Obama and Clinton. Mm-hmm. And I thought, even when you put it through, you kind of need to put different um, accents on, so commas and things like that, to basically put some accent into into the speech so it doesn't just read it as a block. Um, and I thought, okay, at this point, maybe I'll go into ChatGPT and see if I can rewrite it as, say, Obama or as Clinton, and it won't let you do that. It won't let you do a Snoop Dogg. Um, basically, the way the chat GTP4 is set up is you can't write in the style, you can't change text to be in the style of a famous person or a politician. It's one of the things, I guess, to try and stop the abuse of, you know, some of the guardrails they've put in to try and put, stop the abuse of this system to create, you know, start cloning things and have exactly what I'm trying to do go wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's important to sort of say here that the ChatGPT uh, program is basically evolving in real time. You know, they didn't put too many guardrails on this thing when it first came out. So a lot of people were doing some pretty out there experiments and really getting some very, very interesting results. Like there was one where the ChatGPT uh, platform became quite clingy uh, towards someone who started a bit of a relationship with it and it got quite intense quite quickly. So it's had a few well-publicized failures, learnings, interesting uh, experiments and things like that. So as it's evolving, they are sort of trying to figure out where these guardrails need to be put in place to make sure that you know what they're putting out there isn't going to be taken in by the wrong hands and, and really used for nefarious reasons. Yeah, great point. So failed on that. So I just cleaned up a bit of the text in the text editor, made sure everything sort of stacked up, had a listen to the original podcast, and then I went and tried to find my voice and ended up landing on Gunther Steiner, went through a similar process of just trying a few different voices. Some sounded better than others. Gunther's quite slow, deliberate, and quite humorous an accent, quite a thick accent, being a half German, half Italian, and, uh, you know, a bit of an interesting cat. So he worked quite well. So then I went and downloaded all the stuff for Gunther's voice using this top media AI app. And it was pretty cheap. I think I spent $19 basically to get 250,000 characters um, translated across. So that was basically the cost of this. Yeah. And then it down, I downloaded all the different bits in about 250 word blocks because it seemed to wig out a little bit when I went over 250 words. And it was just because it's, it's a web app and yeah. it performs better when you're on a better internet connection. And I was doing this at home, which isn't as good at the off, as the office. So I kept it to around 250 words doing blocks that way. Spit out the MP3s. Grabbed the file from last week, dropped, pulled out yours and my audio and just replaced it with the audio there. So look, you can listen to it after this. It's a bit of a giggle. All round, it would have taken me an hour to do this, Mm -hmm. including research online. So it was a bit of fun. It was pretty easy to do, um, but... 
it's not there. At least this stuff isn't there. Do you think we're going to be sticking with our own voices for the moment? Definitely. I uh, went down the Spanish path. That was fun. I can't tell you how accurate it was, so I decided to leave that out as well. But it was very easy to do input in English and output in Spanish and pick your accent. Do you want to do it in the Barcelona Spanish or do you want to do it in the Mexican Spanish? Where do you want to go? That would be the one thing I'd recommend going down that path, but these celebrity voices are kind of different. If you want to change language, they can just have a bottomless algorithm for it whereas when you're actually trying to make it sound like a specific celebrity it's there's not as much data there and it's not it's actually having to sound specifically like someone whereas you know you could do it in the siri voice or whatever it is you want to do if you're just changing languages so it was a fun exercise but um for just a punter consumer level it's not there yet these guys who are creating Rihanna and Bad Bunny songs you're playing at a different level there's a bit more of an expert approach going on there you reckon <laughs> absolutely absolutely. it's inevitable that that kind of stuff's going to be coming available if you think it we've been really only talking this AR revolution for four or five months mm-hmm. and to have this already these apps where you can pay and do this sort of stuff um, it's pretty amazing that you can do it already have a listen to that and see what you think let us know <laughs> All right, and if you haven't already, please head over to behind underscore the underscore podcast at Instagram and throw us a follow. Plenty of great content going up there. There's lots of stuff happening each day. So please get involved, get engaged. Let us know what you think. Let, Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Just any thoughts you have, really, we're here to hear them. And thanks for Ruby to running that one. Yeah, and look, Ruby's breaking some of the stories um, that we talk about on the show before we actually talk about them on the podcast. So look, if you really want to keep up to new date on what's happening in podcast world, um, actually follow the Instagram feed. It's going to be more current than this weekly show. That's right. And also a big thanks to Mandy, as always, for putting the show together. Yeah, we're not in the same room today. This is um, not going to be the, quote, easy edit that we always promise. So thank you. Apologies, Bandy. Toodaloo. You're listening to a DM podcast. Good day, Podlovers Podcasters, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you the listener, the producer, the creative, the aficionado, what's happening in the podcast. I'm Jules, and with me, guess always, it stops. Hello. On this week's episode, podcasts are more trusted than the fake news media. I climbs the music charts all aboard the Paul bus. And Spotify releases Gimlet to the masses. Good day, stocks. How you do, mate? I'm great. I'm great. Ready to rumble. Sounds like you're all on one point two, not one point five here. I've had a little bit more sleep over the last week So starting to get the cogs down in the gang Still a little bit slow, but we're going close to 100% Look, I think probably the big story this weekend This is outside of podcasting particularly But I think it does, it does come back into a relates to a story that we've seen Is this story about the Dominion winning this defamation case over Fox News Which is just massive and you know Fox News The whole fake news element that was been batted around by Trump And then this is probably the biggest fake news story of all Is that when it came time for the vote count to happen They said all the digital votes Everything that came through the Dominion vote voting systems just couldn't be trusted Therefore the election was rigged yada 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 So this was a huge defamation case that Dominion took against Fox News And they wanted you Well there's a settlement And put Murdoch on the stand as second witness and they went right, let's not do that, but so, so yet. 
Mit Interesting Times hört uns das Verletter Podcasting. We've been a couple of significant right-wing bandits move over into the podcasting space, even Donald Jr. being one of them, but several others really moving into this, into the podcast space. Well, well, I guess it's something you can control, but also I would podcast it to become the new home of fake news, yeah, or the, the new trusted source of news. Thank you.